you want to talk about MVP? Let's do it because I'm just as lost as you are. So, speak more on that, please. So the the back and forth we've gone with who should win and who's in the lead and like this this category really um, was originated from the old show that I used to do final score because every week I had every week of the NFL season I had my buddy Brett from Gotham. On and we do an MVP tracker. And each week we would just say, okay, based on week one or the first four weeks of the season or the weeks, we first seven weeks, let's track who the top five NFL MVP candidates are. And you got to see how the race changed. It went from Josh Allen to Patrick Mahomes to Aaron Rodgers. We threw a lot. We threw, well, this is two years ago. So we threw Michael Thomas in there. We threw other players in there. And then you finally got to see how it changed. And I feel like for us this season and through most NBA voters, it went from Steph to KD to LeBron, like LeBron at moments, I should say to Embiid to Giannis and Jaws now getting loved. And there's a DeRozan camp. And for some reason we've all now landed. It feels that at least the conversation and the narrative around MVP has landed on the fact like it was probably Nicole, Nicole Jokic all along well, and we look at the numbers and what the the as the sample size has gotten bigger, it it might actually end up being that the guy who won last year was the MVP this year all along anyway. So I'm happy you said narrative. Um, by the way, I actually didn't look at this before before we came on. What is the voting or the odds on favor right now? Right now, B is minus one twenty, so it's barely, and Jokic is plus. 260. Okay. So it's it's basically neck and neck. I'm happy you use the word narrative because barring something strange, Joel Embiid is going to win this award. And outside of some outside of some arguments that I like Embiid has the highest um he's the highest usage rate in basketball, like, you know, so he is the team. Um, I'm sorry, after Doncic, he has the Doncic is at 37.3 and beat is at 37. And then after that is uh, someone else we're going to talk about shortly. Giannis Antetokounmpo at 34.8. So there's a drop off. Um, so, yes, he monopolizes so many possessions for that team. That's an argument. Fine. You want to say he's a better, a far better defender than Jokic. That's that's fine, too. That's another argument. Where I'm at is twofold. One, the easy part of this conversation is this is now a three-man race. And there is no argument for anybody else other than Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. And yes, I am putting Giannis Antetokounmpo in that group purely because Giannis is having a season that literally no one else has had before in the history of the league. Um, and the, you want to say, okay, well, he's done this before, right? He's done this. We've seen these kind of numbers and you look at his points, you look at his assists, you look at his rebounds and like, yes, it is not discernibly different from the last, uh, few years, uh, the two years he won MVP. And then last year when I, what did he finish fourth last year? Um, like points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, effective like efficiency, like all that stuff. And you're like, well, he didn't win it last year. Why shouldn't he win it this year? Or why should he win it this year? I'm not saying he should, but there is one jump that he did take. So if you look at his free throws made per game, which is a 
big, big, big thing when you're talking about Giannis, because that has always been something of a bugaboo, um, even though he has shot it well. He is this player has never made more than seven free throws a game in his career. Mm-hmm. He's at eight point three this season on eleven point four attempts. He is living at the line. And to me, that is an appreciable difference because that says to me that now where he's at in his his game, he can get to the line whenever he wants. And unlike two seasons ago, which is the only time he averaged double digit free throw attempts and he shot 63%, he's at 72% this year. So there is a little bit of a jump from previous years. And again, I did the search in terms of players throughout NBA history. Um, There have been... 92 players in NBA history who have averaged at least eight free throw attempts per game. Giannis Antetokounmpo, his effective field goal percentage this year, 58.1 is second on that list, only to Charles Barkley, who had a 60.4 effective field goal percentage back in 87, 88. And so Charles averaged a little bit more than three assists that year. Uh, Giannis is averaging six assists. Uh, the rest of their numbers are are pretty similar. And like, you just go through it. Like he just puts up numbers that nobody else has ever put up. There's no other way to say it. Um, that said, I probably have him third. I'm here's the thing though. I'm not sure why Embiid is ahead of him because if you do a head to head comparison points, they're scoring about the same rebounds. They're rebounding about the same. Giannis averages, like I said, six assists a game. Embiid is at 4.3. Effective field goal percentage. They play kind of the same position. Like, I get Embiid is taking tougher shots or whatever, and, like, Giannis is more of a force in transition. But, like, guess what? That's a credit to him. He shouldn't get demoted for that. That's, a, that's like, a, something he brings to the table that no one else does. Giannis effective field goal percentage, 58.1. Joel Embiid, 50. 2.6. That's a big freaking difference. I, I I don't I just like I get it. The Bucks are like they're coming off a championship. They're kind of disappointing the whole thing. And like all eyes have been on Philly this season, a lot of pressure on Embiid, all that stuff. I, I don't I just don't know why Embiid is like <laughs> materially ahead of Giannis. Narratives. Narrative. That's what we started with. Yeah. Narratives. Narrative. Um and then go ahead. Mr. Nikola Jokic, who won last year, really because voters didn't have another reasonable option. Uh, once Embiid got hurt, there was no other like, oh, I'm going to vote for this guy. No, there was nobody else to vote for. It was Nikola Jokic's award. He's I'm, having a... What were you going to say? I'm curious if you did the same research I did on this. Because you said... Giannis is having a season no one's ever had. And I was like, actually, Jokic is having the season that no one's ever had. So I'm curious if you see if you see it, too. So Nikola Jokic this season in terms of just, again, you're you want you want to go through like counting stats real quick. We could do counting stats. Well, he's the only person as of right now, if like the season ended today, he would be the only player in NBA history to average 26, 13 and eight over a season. And yes. he did it on he did it on a sixty two percent effective field goal percentage and a sixty six percent true shooting, so which he is did materially it higher than last year. Last year was sixty point two, by far a career high. Other than his second year when he was not anywhere sort of the same usage guy. This year, like you said, it's sixty two. Um, the rebounding jump. Oh, go ahead, sorry. Three more rebounds per game. Mm-hmm. Um, it yeah okay. Anyway, what were you gonna say? 
Well, no, it's 13.9 in rebounds per game. And two, like, as a simplification for all of the advanced stats that he leads, someone put up a chart the other day of what the three lead candidates all lead in. And it was like, so Embiid or Giannis is in points per game. And then I think one of them is averaging higher um, in three-point percentage. Uh, and probably the free throws also, would, like you said, would lead either toward Embiid and then Giannis and then Jokic. But then you, there's a whole column for just advanced stats, and it's just Jokic, Jokic, Jokic. Well, we're getting, you're taking away my steam. We're getting, go there. ahead, go ahead. I just, just want to, so the yeah. rebounding jump, and then for if you want to be like, well, but defense, Giannis between steals and blocks, he's at 2.5 together, steals and blocks. Joel Embiid together, steals and blocks. Of course, basketball reference is taking its sweet time. He's a, about the same. Um, and, Nikola Jokic steals and blocks together 2.3. So like not, not materially different from those other guys. Um, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Joel Embiid is exactly at 2.5. Same as Giannis. I know those, that is not all, everything in terms of defense. Um, let's get to the advanced stats. And then I'm going to tell you something that's, I think is going to blow your mind. So you mentioned just like first place, first place, first place, first place. It's not just that he's in first. It's by how much he's in first. Value over replacement player. He's at 7.9. Giannis, second, 6.3. Embiid, third, 5.1. Um, win shares. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jokic, 12.4. Giannis, 11.4. Embiid, 9.5. And then I save the best for last. Box plus minus. 14.0. Yanish, Yanish, Yanis, eleven point five, Embiid, nine point seven. They're one, two, three in all of those categories. Um, do you want to take a guess as to how many players in the history of basketball have had a higher box plus minus than Nikola Jokic at fourteen this season? Uh, one. No, Two? that would be zero. Zero. Okay, so it's, so yeah, last year. His box plus minus was third, and again, box plus minus is a little bit of a bit of a little bit of a misleading statistic because it factors in how your team does with you on the floor versus how your team does off with you off the floor. And the fact that the Nuggets are ass when Jokic doesn't play has obviously something to do with Jokic, but it also has things to do with who else is on their team. That being said, um, he's number one ever this season, fourteen point oh. Actually, 14.03. Second place, LeBron James in 2008, 2009, when he won his first MVP, 13.24. Third place, a guy by the name of Michael Jordan during his 87-88 season, arguably his greatest statistical season, 12.96. One more ridiculous stat for you. Um, Now we're going over to win shares per 48 minutes, and I save this. This is the best for last. Currently, Nikola Jokic is 11th place all time on this list, the season he's having right now. Um, the top 10 ahead of him in order, Kareem, Kareem, Wilt, Kareem, LeBron, Jordan, LeBron, Curry, Jordan, Jordan. And then one spot after his year this year, his own season last year. That's your top 12. You want to know how those guys did in MVP uh, the races? They all won. All but two. And the two guys who didn't win? Uh, Wilt, who has the third highest, and Kareem, who has the fourth highest, they both finished second. 
Wilt finished second to Oscar Robertson. Um, in and by the way, Oscar put up the 36th highest season in this stat ever. So, you know, and voters always had issues with Wilt. And then when Kareem didn't win, it was the only year in a stretch of four seasons he didn't win. He finished second to Dave Cowens, which is kind of one of those awards that's looked back on in NBA history is like that was ridiculous at the time, and it's even more ridiculous now. So long way of saying Nikola Jokic is my MVP. Yeah. And um, I'm going to put Giannis second over Embiid. I get it. I think the narratives will put Embiid, if not one, he'll finish second behind Jokic. Embiid's going to win. I don't think he is. I really don't think he is. I'm not as confident as you are. There is a, a growing support for like they're closer in record than people realize and then you just look I know. At, you look there's going to be enough intelligent people that will look deeper into the numbers that that take away from the narrative i think Embiid will will finish. there really yes this happens every year if, if the narrative around last year chris paul would have won if it was two years ago lebron would have beaten Giannis. like we are at the point where i think the westbrook mvp broke everybody's brain like we really gave the MVP to a guy in a sixth seed because he got a lot of triple doubles and since then the actual most valuable player has won every season and that's why I think you should give the voting body a little more credit in how this award's gonna go the odds wouldn't be what they are if it was strictly Uh, narrative a certain local beat writer who is not going to be named voted for James Wiseman as uh, on his all rookie first team last year. Um, well, all, the rookie, the, the smaller sample awards like that, where you're just like, yeah, you're not able just, to watch everything. I think the MVP is a different thing. There's a lot of voters who still, a lot of voters who go on feel, mm-hmm. you know, slash narrative. It's just, I don't, I don't and have I, as much faith. And I, I really think don't. when the nuggets get the four seed, and or the five seed, but they win like 50 games and their second best player all season was Austin Rivers, you know, or whoever you yeah. want to say is their second best player. They're going to be like, OK, now look at the now let's look deeper at the numbers. Uh, and with the the analytical advanced stat case you made, then you just go to the counting stats. He's the only player in NBA history to average 26, 13 and eight like only Wilt never did it. Oscar Robertson never did it. LeBron never did it. I know. 26, 13 and eight. And he's doing it on ridiculous efficiency. Um, I'll say this. I would be shocked. It's probably going to be honest that f- comes in fourth again. I'd be shocked if either Ja or probably Ja. I, I think Ja is going to be the one to sneak into the top four. And Ja's having a wonderful season, by the way, just mm-hmm. to be very clear. Um, so let me let me finish. I'm going to do my top 10. So those are my top three. Fourth place right now, I'm leaning Luca. Um, he's fourth in a lot of these advanced stats. Um, it, I mean, his numbers are what they are. Um, they're just, they're really good. He's really freaking good. I know he hasn't, it's crazy to say, because like he hasn't had a great year for him mm-hmm. in terms of like what we know he's capable of. Um, mostly from an efficiency standpoint, he has not been terribly efficient. He's shooting 33% from deep. That's not, really what you want um but he's i don't know he might be the best player in the game i don't i don't really know it's also oh and two against the knicks but you know <laughs> factor that in however you want to with your vote but who's got that's why he's not gonna 
he's not going to come in mm-hmm. in uh, in top three. Um, I will flip a coin between DeRozan and and John Morant for me for for fifth. I have basically in my mind, I have a group of five that are in the next tier after the top three, and it's Luca, DeRozan, Morant, Curry, and I think Tatum kind of has to be in there at this point. Um. Curry's fallen really far for me at this point. Yeah, but that's also, I think, a little bit of like, are we starting to take this for granted? Like, again, going back to the... I'll just read the top guys and value over replacement player, which I think is the best one of these advanced stats. Fine. It's it's Jokic, Antetokounmpo, Embiid, Doncic fourth, LeBron fifth, didn't mention his name, um, Steph Curry sixth, Carl Anthony Towns, a guy who... I'm not going to mention his name, but probably deserves... Again, like, should he be in your top 10? Maybe. And then John Morant, eighth. And then Jason Tatum, DeJounte Murray, ninth. How about that? And then Jason Tatum, 10th. I don't know. All the names are correct. After like seven or eight, it's the, you look more toward all NBA for me, at least. Um, But yeah, those those are the 10. I'll say this. Luca Curry, Ja, DeRozan, and Tatum. I think are all of the rest of the guys that have an argument for getting into the top five on the ballot. I do not think anybody else other than the top three and those five has a legitimate argument for being in the okay. top five on the ballot. Curry, Ja, DeRozan, Curry, yeah, Ja, Luca, DeRozan, Tatum. And then LeBron After, and whoever you want. Actually, the no, last 10. I'm not. LeBron's not in my top 10. Listen, man. Okay. You're in ninth fucking place. You just had you just mentioned Carl Anthony Towns' name. I I no I, I you, no I'm gonna do you want me to tell you who my last two are last two go ahead Jimmy Butler and Devin Booker. Oh, that's fair. You you're going by I'm, I'm always one's... gonna be okay with the how what, what's your record argument. Yeah, I mean I'm okay with that. Best team in each conference, best player on each team who's played the most games. Like you want to give me the Chris Paul, but Chris Paul's injury kind of takes him out of the discussion. So they get my last two spots. Why? Out of respect. No LeBron, no Carl Anthony Towns. Um, I don't even know who else is worth my Donovan Mitchell. No Kevin Durant. Sorry. Thanks for playing. Um, can't get it on an MVP ballot when you play. Oh, I was about um, to say in this case, thanks for not playing. That's yeah, why right? you didn't get the, get the consideration that I mean, Don wanted to give, you know, if he gets up to 55 games, he, if he gets up, if if you want to make a case for the bottom two, that's fine. I, but then, I think, it, yeah. But it, even Brooklyn, then, though, if you're going to talk about LeBron, I was about record, to say unless unless Brooklyn sorry. gets into the top six, yeah, no, you're yeah, right. but I whatever. agree.